I've tried some of those. The first three days of fasting, you'll be tempted to break it, to stop it. Come on. Everybody is eating around about you. You will be struggling with your belly. That's, that is common to everybody. So you can say, when you say, being 40 days, that will be one of those. The devil tried all those and he went through, he kept fasting. So after you have fasted, the first day, say, oh, it's not over yet. Then the devil came at the end of the 40 days. Well, if I cannot make you eat, maybe it could make him do something worse. And that is what you see that was summarized for us in these three temptations of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at the first one. And the devil said unto him, verse 3, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. What is that? Loss of the flesh. You are hungry, not so. That is the flesh. The flesh wants food, right? Now, you already finished the fasting. So the first time was, when you were trying to fast, the devil tried to make you have that loss of the flesh, not so. Well, everybody is sitting, break it, break it, break it, and you refuse because you are determined. So the devil still is lost. Well, here comes the other one. Now you are really hungry and you are free to eat. Now the devil says, well, command this stone to be turned to bread. So it's more like, well, not only the loss of the flesh to fulfill that, but to show forth. Show. Show me that you have this power. And what is that? Pride of life. So the devil is now combining one plus one, bringing three out, two out of three. And the Lord didn't fall for that either. And the Lord said to him, Jesus answered him, it is written that Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So we are going to take our cue from the fact that the way the Lord defeated the devil is by the word of God. So that is just by the way, because we are going to just go to pointing to the fact that these are all the things we also have to overcome. Just may not this direct, this format, but it's still going to be loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, Pride of life. Let's look at another example of this, the next temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said, verse 5, And the devil, taking him up into an high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. What is that? He showed him something, so he already saw that's lost of the eyes. And we are going to see, we are, going to, we are talking about the Lord right now because you overcame all these things. But say, we are to see our own example because we are going to bring it down to our own level. Because we say, well, the devil is not going to show you the kingdom of this world. But what about the loss of the eyes when you go? Grocery, when you go to the shops and you have your house full, you are still wanting that. You are still wanting that. It's a loss of the eyes, you see. So we have to overcome some of those things too. So that's, I'm just to give you an example of the loss of the eyes when it comes to we human beings. What are you accumulating, acquiring until you just have no room for it? That is one of the things we have to watch against. Now, when the Lord Jesus Christ defeated the devil right there, what did he say? Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, when in that temptation, it's not just lust of the eyes, the devil also came with something. Pride of life, 
you want this power, you want to rule over these things. And we have had testimonies of people that wanted, maybe they were, in, they were in the ministry and they wanted this power to be shown, the power to perform wonders, and they couldn't get it from praying and trusting God, so they went for the voodoo. We have had testimonies of that. And they said they went to some marine spirits who gave them power and said, you better well, do this, you better do that. And the devil was trying to do the same thing. Well, I'll give you this power, all these things. Just bow, bow to the devil. And just because they thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. So when we say loss of the eyes, loss of the, the devil is combining loss of the eyes with pride of life. You want this power? You want this glory? You want to wave and everybody fall down? The devil can give you that real quick. But you won't get that from the Lord that quick. Say, so, well, God can do those things too. Do you think the devil is the only one doing all those things? God can do it, but God doesn't do those things. There's a purpose for God. God's, what God is doing is for his kingdom. Everything God is doing has a purpose for his own kingdom. Not to show, not to call attention to yourself. So those are all these things, but the devil will give them, and Jesus Christ said, get it behind me, Satan. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. But what we are pointing out is, loss of the eyes with pride of life, because that is how the devil himself fell pride of life. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. When you look at how did the devil fall? Let's go quickly to that. Isaiah chapter 14. Because we learn from the mistake of others so that we don't fall into the same mistake. Isaiah chapter 14. This is what the Bible said about Lucifer. Let me read from B verse here where he said, How oh, art thou fallen from heaven? Thou Lucifer, son of the morning. And look at what the Bible says. That's from verse 12. How oh, art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How oh, art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said, verse 13. Now, consider what that verse 13 is saying. For thou hast said in thy heart, thou hast said in thy heart, thou hast said in thy heart. So we have to take note of that. Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. That is the same thing the devil uses against human beings. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. He does not have to implement it yet. And even in this generation we are in, in this country, there's what they call attempted. If you go to the bank and you try to say, well, everybody give me your money. And they all get scared, I'm just kidding. That's an attempted. And they can arrest you for that. It's called attempted murder. Attempted robbery. So when the devil just thought it in his heart, God is watching. And that's why the Bible says God watches the hearts, such as the hearts and the reins. Because when you look at that, Thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the side of the north. I will ascend above the eyes of the clouds. I will be like the most high. These are all the ideas generating in his heart. God has seen it. And in fact, God can put the ideas in you to see how you respond to it. You love it. Oh, now you are guilty. That is why I say, 
attempted murder is a, is, is a crime also in America and in many parts of the world. So that is what we're saying. Pride of life is one of the things that makes the devil fall. And the Bible says in verse 15, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. That was the judgment for the devil. But we as believers must overcome this loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. We pointed to an example of the loss of the eyes. Well, the loss of the flesh is everybody know about the loss of the flesh. Oh, yeah, well, sexual sins is always the result of loss of the flesh. Also, but there could be other things that is more than loss of the more than the sexual sin. What about food appetite? Loss of the flesh. I give an example. When you want to fast, you started the fasting. The devil tried to amplify that desire to eat. But if you, have been, if you have not tried it, you try it. The first three days of people that went to fast long, long fast, the first three days is when you have a serious challenge. If you break through those first three days, well, I have tried that. If you can break through the first three days, you, are on, you can finish the, 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 your determination. But the devil may not give, in, may not give up at that. If you keep on fasting and keep on fasting, you plan to fast 20-something days. And you try and you start it, the first day, second day, third day, there will be a serious temptation to stop. Lost of the flesh. So if you have a problem with fasting and not be able to control those things, it's going to show when you get to what the logic is talking about, when it talks about the churches, the, 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 the command he gave to the churches. I'm going to go to that in a moment. The, all the things he told the churches, you will see that. Everything to the Church of Ephesus, to the Church of Spina, to the Church of Pagamons. Let me go quickly to those Bible verses and you will see that these individual things, loss of the eyes of the individual, loss of the flesh of the individual, or pride of love of the individual, it feeds into the corporate body. It will feed into the corporate body. Let's take example of Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. Here the Lord was talking to the church of Ephesus. And he said in verse 7 there, He that asks and hear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh, remember, we are to overcome. That's what the Lord is, that's the command to everybody. He that overcometh shall inherit all these things. So we must overcome everything. We are pointing out the first one is lost of the eyes. In yourself, lust of the flesh in yourself, pride of life in yourself. And the Bible is saying to the church, the body of Christ, when you look at this, it says, To him that overcomes, so it brings it to individual. But when he was addressing the church, he said, Unto the angel of the church. So you can see where he is talking to the leadership. The leadership, because the body of Christ, the angel of the church will be like the minister that was sent to them. But now when he's saying, if the ministry, if you think we're our local church, because you can compare a local church with another local church, or the body of Christ with another religion, but you say it is still individual. You have to remember. So when he's giving the promise, he's giving the promise to either to overcome an individual person, we have to overcome for the whole body of Christ to overcome all these things that is listed there. So when you look at this, every one of these instructions to the churches, it is not only to the body of Christ. It is to you as an individual. And take, for example, the persecution that will come, Smyrna, Church of Smyrna, chapter 2, verse 11. 
in that to the church of Smyrna, he was given the promise. I said, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Because he already told them that there will be serious persecution in verse 9 and verse 10. Say, Fear none of, some, none of those things, verse 10, which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall put some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation. Ten days, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Now, he's telling them there's good, there will be persecution. In their generation, that's Church of Smyrna, there was serious persecution. But let me bring it to our level. As we progress in this race, as the end of the world come upon us, there is coming serious persecution. If you don't know it, it is written in the book of Revelation chapter 13, there, there will be a mark of the beast. That is the Time that the Bible said no man will be able to buy or sell unless they take this mark of the beast. Look at this in the book of Revelation chapter 13. But that's persecution. He told them in the church of Smyrna that there will be a persecution for them and what was his promise? He that overcome it, overcoming that persecution will not be hurt of the second day. Well, for our own generation, this is why I'm just pointing this one out again, because there is coming a serious persecution for the believers. I say believers. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 13, from verse 16, talking of this false presence and antichrist that is coming at the end of the world, which we are seeing this thing being, being the stage is set for, for, the, for, the, for the world. He said, he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and born, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, that we believe is what is being, the stage is being set right now for that. People are thinking, oh, well, could that be this thing? They say you have to get this uh, mandatory thing, mandatory fascination. That is not the mark that is to be upon the hand, upon the forehead. But the direction they are going in this world right now, I'm just telling you this, the way we have been seeing it going on in the world. Many people, when this pandemic started 2020, last year, some, some of these people were saying, this is how we're going to know those who have not received the vaccine. They wanted to start bringing in the chip under the skin. We are, they are going to be their medical record. Well, that has been, the technology has been in the development over the years. Now they are trying to do it. Let's use this technology. Some people say Bill Gates was proposing it. Now, the reason why they have not introduced that is because that has not been implemented yet. But you see, the technology is there. But this thing took them by surprise. And because they have not set this one up, they have to just get the vaccine out, get the vaccine out to save people. But now I say, well, how are you going to know who has been vaccinated? Because that is where we are right now. We are now in the phase two, maybe phase three, maybe phase four. Well, how are you going to know who has been vaccinated? Well, they are giving some certificates that you have been vaccinated. Well, that is progression, progression to the next phase, to the next phase. They will say, well, no people in Africa, we had stories. People can fake it. You go there and they just give you paper. You are vaccinated when you have not. And that's become like fraud. They say, well, we can't trust those paper anymore. We're going to now use sheep under the skin. 
where your medical record is already in that ship on the skin, RFID ship. That is the direction they are going. So they are mandating this now. They are, when they get to that phase and they mandated that you have to get this ship under the skin, it will not just be for the vaccination. Because right now, the vaccination is like you can't, if you are not vaccinated, you can't even not travel, you can't get into the airplane. It's a progression. They are saying, this is saying they won't be able to buy or sell unless they have this mark under their hand or in their forehead. If they can't buy or sell, it's like they can't get a job. Now, if people come fast, if your belly is your God, like Apostle Paul said in a place that their belly is their God, it's going to come to that. If your belly is your God, you can't, you can't stand not being able to buy or sell. Also. And this is coming. This is not something we can pray against. The Bible said this is what is going to happen at the end of the world. So the believers can pray against this not to happen. And it's beginning to show up in our generation because we have been waiting for this. Perhaps people have been thinking we will have gone away in the rapture before any of these things take place. And we still believe before they mandated the ship under the skin, right now they are still mandating the, the certificate or vaccination. And very soon they will, be, they, will fa- they will face off, maybe they will face off all the currencies, no more money other than your money in the bank and you have a ship to, that will be scanned to get your money out of the bank. That is the direction cashless society has been proposed over the years. That is the direction it's going. Because this ship, by the way, I have worked on this RFIC ship, not the one they are putting under the skin, the one that's filled up on our credit card. I've worked on it in my computer lab. See, that ship under the skin can take all your bad records, all your records, all your information, that's what it is. But that is where they also go to put the certificate in so that you don't need any paper to show that you have been vaccinated or this or that. And perhaps that's where your bank account will be. And that is the way they are going to the world. That's why you say they won't be able to buy us unless they have the ship. Somebody was proposing it in, in Europe many years ago. I presented it in, uh, in one of those, uh, one of those uh, video things we are doing many years, many times ago this quarterly thing we were doing before. And this man presented in a, in a conference, engineering conference, said this ship in the next few years will be non-optional. That's what the word the man used in Europe. He said this ship that he, they were proposing, that was when they are developing it, they are developing it, and he said it's going to become non-optional. That means it's not like uh, where I can decide not to take it. When there is no more currencies, when that will be the only way you can get money out of the bank, or the only way you can be employed. This thing is coming, folks. But then that's going to become persecution. When you say persecution, only believers who believe this Bible, who believe this book of Revelation chapter 13, will not want to take it. That is the issue. That is why it is, the, it is a persecution. It's coming to this, to, to this Western world. Because now we think of, we have been seeing persecution in the Middle East by the extreme jihadists or the extremist other religions. But this is not going to be religions, religious people. It's going to be economy. And that's what the Bible says, it's economy. It is money, monetary matters. When you say they cannot buy or sell except they take this mark, and then that will be the form of persecution. That's why I'm pointing out that this persecution will come 
And if you have not been able to control, have this self-control where you say you, can, you have crucified the flesh, if you are still having problems with this loss of the flesh, you can't do without going to a job, you can't do without food. People will buy, they just can't stand this, they will go for it. They will go for it. That is why the Bible is giving us one to know that this thing is coming. But God promised many things for the believers. Look at Revelation chapter 2, chapter 3 again, where he was promising the church of Philadelphia. Revelation chapter 3. To the church of Philadelphia, let's look at verse 12. And him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God. Now, let's see where he said he will keep them from the hour of temptation in verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now, this mark of the beast, the monetary system that they're going to change, that's why it meant they won't be able to buy or sell unless they take this chip under their skin, the mark of the, skin, mark of the beast. That is an hour of temptation. An hour of temptation for the whole world. And like I say, only believers that believe the Bible will say that is not to be taken. You say, why do you say they shouldn't take it? Look at Revelation chapter 14. This is where it, the angel was saying in chapter 14. Why do we say we, nobody should take that sheep on that skin or mark of the beast? This is what the Bible said. Chapter 14, from verse 18. No, from verse 8, it said, And there followed another angel. Babylon from chapter, verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, that's verse 9, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive the mark, receive his mark on his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with the fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever. So that is the verdict. God said, anyone that take the mark of the beast, which he says is coming upon the whole world, that fellow will receive the wrath of God. Not so. so who are going to believe that? Only the believers in the Bible. That's why I said this is designed for the believers. This is designed. Remember the days of Daniel in the Bible? When they said, unless nobody should pray to any God for 30 days, just 30 days, except to the king. Praise the Lord. We will continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.